If you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. You're going to be like that leaf on the river. And when your life is over, you're going to look back and it's just going to be like, wow, it's not going to be like, what food did we eat? Where did we eat at Disneyland? Or, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean, how many cars did I have in the driveway? It's going to be, what did I believe in? What did I stand for in my life? What did I have passionate about? I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight-up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I am Christy Code Red, your host, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer, and I am joined by Carrie Thompson. It is always a great day when Carrie gets to join me for podcasting. It's a great day for me because even though I'm podcasting, the emails keep coming in. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) I'm like, oh no, I'm podcasting. Do I have an assistant that'll take care of those emails? But no, I don't. It's always distracting when I watch your eyes drop down to whatever you're looking at. Like, stop. (laughs) I opened up a new screen. I was trying to get our screen open for our podcast because we're going to use some stuff. And instead of having it on my phone, so I have it all ready. So I'm good to go now. Guys, we are so happy that you're joining us. We love coming to you via podcast. We really do. This is like our favorite thing to do, Carrie and me. And uh, it's always a fun time. And this actually, this subject was, Carrie thought it up. And I loved it because it's right up my alley for a lot of different reasons. But we're talking about whatever your message is, be bold in your message. Be bold in your message. And of course, I have to start with the scripture, guys. I have to start with the word of the Lord. And again, we don't care where you get your inspiration from. But since we were raised, you know, Christians, we, of course, are familiar with the Bible, so I'm going to use the Bible. But Acts 4.29 says, Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Folks, whatever your cause, whatever you're passionate about, whatever you believe in, make sure that you're speaking your word with great boldness. And this talk may not make a lot of people happy, Christy. I'm attracted to bold people and I'm also turned off by wishy-washy people with no backbone. Oh, me too. I always, I always say the word mealy. I don't know. That's not even the right word, but it reminds me of those of you who can't see my face. I'm going mealy, mealy. I don't know. I don't know. what. I don't even know. I should probably look it up. What is mealy? A mealy mouth. I don't know what I believe. Yeah drives me nuts. And yeah, this dr- is the way, this is the analogy I use with Christian when we were talking about this uh, topic and how it affects someone's life. It's not that you turn into a Jesus saves poster, screaming at people on the corner, chasing down people. That's not it at all. But if you think of your life, your years as a river, as time as a river, and you have a certain amount of river distance you're going to flow, and then that's it. And you are the leaf and you float down the river of life. I know, I know it's a little bit hippity dippity, but you float down the river of life. And 
if you don't have purpose, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have passion about something, you just become this leaf and wherever the water pulls you, you go. So maybe you get caught up in this little eddy and you swirl for five years or you get caught on a rock and you can't get past it. A bad relationship. Hello, you know, not getting your education, not deciding what you want to do. And then all of a sudden you come to the end of your life. You come to the end of your river. And what have you stood for? What have you believed in? What were you bold about? And that's really what we're trying to talk about today. Living with intentionality and boldness. I have very bold opinions and I'm a bold person clearly. And uh, when I get bold and I make bold statements on social media, Carrie's got to clean up the mess <laughs> of whatever I have created. Now well, I bold, do bold pictures too. Yeah. Or bold pictures. Right. Right. <laughs> Carrie and I are both thinking <laughs> the one that she's talking about, but, <laughs> but when I answer my own DMS on Instagram and I'll get plenty of hate, hate messages. And it's awfully easy for someone to get very mouthy when they're standing behind the screen of a phone. And they ain't nobody going to say that to my face, but boy, they'll say anything if it means that I don't even know them or where they live or anything. But, and it's always amazing to me what people, so I get my fair share of hate and it always, it always comes the biggest hate messages come both through my Instagram, through my Facebook and through our, our help desk to Carrie where she has to filter them and take care of them when I make bold statements. And do you think it, when we were talking about this, I said that boldness is polarizing. So if you imagine, you know, if you imagine you have sand on either side of a filter and you're shaking it through some sand up here, some sand down here, it goes to either side, you know, magnet, magnetic poles, whatever it polarizes. There's no more just clump of opinions. It polarizes opinions. That is why people that are bold are generally not popular, AKA John the Baptist, AKA Martin Luther King, AKA, you know, all those kinds of people that stood up for what they believed in. We recently had a, at the time of this recording, we recently had a, again, not to talk about political things, but this is an example, a naval commander of a ship. They call them captains of a ship different than an army captain. And he wrote a letter to um, his superiors and it leaked out to the media. And he was saying, Hey, I need to have this happen for my, from not soldiers, whatever they are in the Navy. You can yeah, tell I'm an army wife. Yeah, yeah. Seaman, whatever they call them. Anyway, <laughs> my people on the boat, I need this to have happen. He was very bold. He got fired from his job, <gasps> but that is polarizing. It is a polarizing topic right or wrong, left or right, you're going to put yourself on one side or the other of a topic when you become bold about something you believe in. And when you do make bold, uh, take a bold stand against something, not against or stand for something, or you do have a bold opinion or an outlook on something and you take a stand, you don't have to be disrespectful to other people. Right. And there's this guy that I follow online. His name is Paul Saladino. He's a medical doctor. I like him a lot. He was vegan and he completely switched around his life. And now he is on a carnivore lifestyle where he only eats animal protein. And that switch into carnivore has healed him and all that stuff. But what I love the most about Paul Saladino is that when he has guests on his podcast that do not agree with him and he knows he's bringing them on the show to have a debate, he is the most respectful, kind person 
ever. He gives them respect. They do this debate. I wouldn't even call it an argument. It's so kind. They don't call wow. each other names. They're not mean to each other. He's so very kind to, and they part ways. You know, they agree to disagree or they go ahead and have their debate, but never once do they put each other down. Right. And Christy, that's a gift because that is really hard to do. It seems like today in society that we can, and this is not quite on topic, but we can't disagree with people and stay friends. You know, Mm -hmm. I have a neighbor. I don't agree with some things that she stands in for, from an ethical, maybe starting a point of view, a political point of view. But I believe in her being so bold about it that I recently was helping her with this. She went not helping her with the issue, but she wanted to go legislate in our Kentucky legislation. So she went down there. She made her voice heard. She helped lobby. She showed up wearing the color dress of her cause. She stood there. She made her heart and her opinion known. She supported. I mean, she showed up. And uh, what she was legislating for actually did pass. I mean, I even went and picked up her kid at school and fed her and then sent her back home. You know what I mean? It, But that's not the point. The point is that I respected her boldness. I respected that she stood for something. What is it, Christy? If you don't stand for something, you're going to fall for anything. You're going to be like that leaf on the river. And when your life is over, you're going to look back and it's just going to be like, wow, it's not going to be like, what food did we eat? Where did we eat at Disneyland? Or, you know, I mean, how many cars did I have in the driveway? It's going to be, what did I believe in? What did I stand for in my life? What did I have passionate about? And I think that social media makes it so difficult um, when you do take a stand on an issue and you step out and you make your opinion known and, and respectfully or not, it's not the popular choice in a lot of cases. You take a woman who, you get people that are chasing the likes. And so you get a girl who actually has a PhD in astro physiology, but that's not what gets her the most likes. What gets her the most likes is showing pictures of her boobs. So what does she do? She shows pictures of her boobs to get the most likes instead of actually taking a stand on something in her field and what she really is interested in, because that that's not nearly as interesting as I guess somebody's boobs. And so we end up, we end up hiding our true opinions because it's not the most popular. And I don't want somebody to live like that. No, I don't either. What happened to you recently, Christy? You did an interview. I loved how you described this. Yes, I did an interview. Yeah, thank you for reminding me of that. I did an interview. I do a lot of interviews and I do a lot of podcasts with different guests and, and I'm so fortunate to get on lots of different shows. And the interviewer asked me, he said, Christy, I know that you probably get this controversial question. I'd like to know how you handle it. And I said, yes, I do get that question. And this is what I say. And I told him and he said, wow. He goes, if only I could be so bold when I answer. And I thought, wow. And that was, that was really, I think that's what started this whole idea. I told Carrie that conversation and she said, sis, this is something we need to talk about. I think so too. Okay, ready? Here's our next scripture, Christy. Second yeah. Corinthians 3.12. Second Corinthians 3.12. If you have a minute, get your Bibles and look it up. <laughs> Just teasing. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Oof. If you have a hope in your life, I don't care what you believe in. I don't care if you want to have hope that you're going to have the best Girl Scout troop in the Pacific Northwest. I don't care if your hope is the fact that you want to bring your religion and your belief system to people that don't know it. If your hope is to stand at the bedside of people that are dying in the ICU and hold their hands as they pass and there's nothing you can do but just be present, whatever your passion is, whatever your hope is, such a hope 
We are very bold. Be bold in what you believe. And it just, when Chris and I are talking about this, I have the theory, guys, that boldness, we were raised to know what we believe. That would be fair, Christy. Like mm-hmm. we were raised, you know what you believe and you know why you believe it. So we were never raised to be like mealy, mealy, me. I got to use that word again, mealy, <laughs> mealy. We were never raised to be like, well, you girls, you don't say what you think. You girls keep your mouth shut. Never, you know, we were allowed to be respectful and disagree. You think that's fair? Uh, no, I don't agree with you. I think we were more raised to, you get what you get, you don't throw a fit and you don't talk back and you would just accept things as they are. Yeah, that part. But we were encouraged to think the way we wanted to. Don't sure, you yeah. sure, yes. We were encouraged to be free yes. thinkers. Yes, And, yes. oh man, where was I? Sorry. Christy. Oh, no, it's okay. Free sorry. thinkers, kids. Me, me, me. Oh, it wasn't. Me, me, me. Oh, 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 I know. Sorry about that, everybody. Oh, good. Um, I'm glad you I think it. that it, it is but our boldness, because Christy and I are both bold people, I believe that our boldness has been born of pain, born mm-hmm. of trial, born of tribulation, born of fire. All those uh, Lavoral Spencer books. Ah, ha, ha, just teasing. Okay, that's enough. That sounds like a trilogy. Oh, have you read Born of Pain, Born of Fire, Born of... <laughs> right. But I do believe that our boldness has been born because of what we've gone through in life. There's no one that I have met that has been through more, more times of getting kicked in the teeth than Christy. And I do believe that her boldness has, bec- has been created and been harnessed and been solidified because of those trials and tribulations. It's just like being in a bad relationship. Who can talk about it there? There comes a point, Christy was in a physically abusive relationship. I've been in emotionally abusive relationships. And there comes a point where you just say, okay, that's it. Now, for some people, that's being in the ER or that's being in the ICU on life support. For some people, it's the first time they hit you. And again, this is not a conversation about that, but we all have that point. And when you put your foot down and you say no more, there's something that starts to build in your spirit. Do you know what I mean? There's this, I am worth more than this. I am more important than this kind of treatment. And I think that's where boldness comes from. I do. It's, it's through the hard crap, Christy, that we start to become more bold in what we believe. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think you hit the nail on the head. And if you are going to take a stand on an issue and you are going to put your foot down and draw the line in the sand and say, nope, this is what I believe, do your research on what you believe. Be sure that you are educated, that you're just not spouting off idiot things and being stupid about it and just going, being obnoxious, crazy lunatic. Ain't nobody going to listen to you then. At least do your research. If you like, Carrie, I like when you talk about vaccinations and we're not going to get into that debate here. We're not here to, we're not going to do that with you. But if you say I'm not vaccinating my kid because Jenny McCarthy said not to, is that really a good basis for your opinion? So like I, uh, like I was telling you, uh, and you've heard this story before Christy, but when I was in nursing school, I had to do a paper on an opinion that differed from mine. Of course I was very young guys. I had, I wasn't even a nurse. So I was a, I wasn't even a full nurse. I was a new. <laughs> you were an R. <laughs> I was a wannabe. Yeah. And I met with a woman who was totally against anything traditional, traditional medicine, any kind of vaccination, any kind of exposure, any kind of, um, you know, any kind of being around traditional medicine at all, which always made me wonder, well, what if your kid lost a leg? Like, what right. would you do then? Maybe you would go to the ER. And I don't know. I didn't ask her. But I was shocked at first that she even agreed to talk to me because you have to realize what I was studying as a nurse 
especially back in that day, was we didn't talk a lot about alternative therapies. We didn't talk a lot about holistic medicine and um, naturopathic medicine. We just talked about what worked and what medical doctors did and what the nurses role was. So I'm a little shocked that she talked to me. Really interesting gal, completely off grid, raised her kids completely off grid. And she talked to me on the phone and it was the most fascinating thing I've ever experienced. And you know what I love the best about her, Christy? It wasn't like, oh, anti-vax. It wasn't anti-vax because I hear there's bad things in them. Oh my gosh. Like she actually had what she believed to be research papers, data, her own personal experiences, her friends' experiences. And even though I did not agree even a little bit with what she was talking about, I respected this woman and I carry her with me 20 whatever years later. And I carry her opinion in her heart, Christy, when I would talk to patients now that believe that way. It gave me such a respect for somebody who believes what they believe And again, they know why they believe it, for God's sakes, know why you believe what you believe. That was that was the whole reason of telling that story. That is, that's huge. And you know, with our kids, guys, our kids just parrot. They parrot what we say. Our kids just parrot what we say. And we raise little kids. I mean, you see them on Instagram. They're like, you know, like, you know that the parents are voting certain way. And then you got these little kids that barely know how to talk and they're shouting the same person to vote for. And you're like, ah, you know, but I would encourage the parents listening to really foster an environment of being bold and taking a stand, but encourage your child to do do his or her research to understand the reason why they believe what they believe and don't stifle that. You know, Carrie, your son, my nephew, Chase, when he came to me a couple of years ago, he was younger, he was a teenager, and he said, I have an idea for Code Red, a business proposition for you. This is good. (laughs) I love this kid. And it took a lot of guts to put together this business proposition for me and come to, to me and present it at risk of being laughed at, of being, of having, uh, being scoffed at, of having an eye roll in your face. He, right. he was nervous and he came to me and like, again, Christy, I want to talk to you about a business proposition. And it really impressed me. But you know what? More than anything, I made sure that I did not react in a way that would hide his light under a bush. Oh no. Like I, I did not want to snuff out that spirit that he had. I made sure that I was the creativity. I didn't want to, I didn't want to snuff that out. And I think that your response has, even though the idea was like, uh, uh, Hmm. Well, Hmm. Yeah, not a good idea. See what Aunt Christy says. So I don't know. Even though the idea wasn't the best idea, he was on the right track. And I love his entrepreneurial spirit. And your response encouraged him. He just recently took a managerial position. And because he's bold, he's able to say, I'm concerned about these processes. Mama, can you help me figure this out? What do you do on Google Doc? How do you manage your employees? How do you make sure that everyone's doing what they're supposed to? And I was like, oh, I know processes. And that's just because of what I've learned from working for Code Red and some ICU nursing. But the whole point was he wasn't like, oh, well, okay, well, forget that. He is like, okay, on to bigger and better things. And he just moved forward. He wasn't even, it didn't even catch him off guard that you said no. Yeah. And, but, but I think that if I would have reacted harshly, that would have really knocked him down a few pegs. And I'm so glad. And parents, I just want to encourage you to be very careful the way you react to your kids 
who are taking a bold stand on something if they believe in gun control and you do not you know instead of saying little johnny i can't believe you daddy owns 42 guns i can't believe you would say that that's our second amendment rights maybe just stay calm and say okay so tell me why you think this let's talk about this right and now you're grounded and now, right. I'm, teasing. I'm teasing, I'm teasing. You know, and, and let's make sure that we don't raise wishy-washy kids just chasing the likes. Right, and I see so much. And the thing you brought up about the PhD student that was pretty, that's showing her, mm-hmm. it's interesting to me because I do think that a lot of times people hide who they really are because it's not going to be a popular opinion. I like the way you said that. Okay, are you ready, Christy? The yeah. wicked, Proverbs 28, 1, I've always loved this scripture. The wicked flee, though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. I love it, especially if you know what you believe in it and you know why you believe. And again, like Chrissy said, there is a time and a place. You don't need to be up and down the, the aisles at Walmart with a Jesus save sign. Again, not trying to knock the Jesus saves people, but because I'm a Christian, I can. Just like I can talk about fat because I was fat. (laughs) I have a fat card. Let me show you. But I think that you don't need to be, Jesus saves. Can I have a loaf of bread? Jesus saves. I need some rice. I mean, you don't have to. There is a time and a place to say what you feel. I have a lot of tattoos. And I knew when I was getting them that Christy didn't like them. But you know what? I have because of life, because of my experiences with boldness, also usually comes a little bit thicker skin, Christy. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You learn. And so I didn't care. I was like, I'm going to get them. I like them. But Christy wasn't saying, well, I'll tell you what, I don't like your tattoos. She wouldn't say that at all. She didn't say anything unless I asked her directly, do you like this? So there's no reason to go around just being a, a poo-poo head, constantly saying how you feel about everything. Well, you know, then you're just a grumpy old, you know, man that sits on the corner and smokes cigarettes and drinks, you know, beer all day long. <laughs> you don't want to be that person. <laughs> right. We really want to encourage you to take a stand, be bold, yes. whatever you believe. You know, back in the day, Carrie, uh, boy, I mean, uh, I don't know exactly when. Remember when Ellen DeGeneres came out as gay and that was was that 20 years ago? I mean, oh, a uh, long time 25 ago. years ago, uh, maybe 30. I'm not sure. I, I remember that specific episode where it all came out. But back in the day, gay people were discriminated against, beaten, uh, harassed, abused, killed, killed. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine to me to not be able to live my truth? I cannot imagine. I'm so glad we're so more, inc- we're so much more inclusive in today's society that we don't treat people like that just because they're different than us. We don't discriminate. Maybe they, and you know, actually my gay followers are probably going to say, Oh no, Christy, that goes on more than you think. And maybe I'm wrong I'm about sure that. It does. I'm I get sure discriminated against being a middle-aged white woman. Oh, there, there you go. Yeah. Everybody you know I mean? gets we, something. I'm not, I'm not minimizing the discrimination and the fight that uh, LGBT has been through because it's awful. It is awful. Like you said, Christy, not to live your truth, whether Pastor Joe or Betty, you know, Betty with whatever on down the road, like whether you don't agree, can you imagine not being able to live your truth, Christy? That'd be yep. like us being like, Christy, you eat processed foods. You don't tell people the truth about eating. Right. No, right. And, and, but it just would be such a prison to be gay and not being able to live openly as a gay person. That would be awful to me. And years go by and not be able to just be who I really feel like I am, who I really am. I can't think of a bigger prison. I really can't. And I'm so glad that that is not happening nowadays that people can live the way they want. And 
they can live their truth. And you may not agree with their truth, but my gosh, they're being bold with their message. They're taking a stand for something. I respect the heck out of that if it's done in a respectful way. Which brings us to Joe Exotic. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you know, I had to say it. Oh. At the time of this recording, of course, Joe Exotic is- The biggest thing on the internet. Tiger King is the biggest thing out there, y'all. Yeah. I mean, you would be listening to this 10 years from now and be like, what are those girls talking about? We'll Google it. If yeah. there's still a Google or a Lugal. Remember that on Time Ch- Hot right. Time Machine? Lugal. Um, so Google it and find out, guys. And if you haven't heard from it, you're just living under a rock. But Joe Exotic is a tiger- uh, zoo keeper. He has a zoo and you know, right or wrong, whether you agree with Joe or not, whether you think he's crazy, the tattoos, the multiple husbands, the crazy stuff he did. I mean, you know, plotting to kill people. I will say that I have a certain amount of respect for him that he absolutely never once varied from what he believed in. Is he crazy? Absolutely. I mean, he was pretty out there, but I got to tell you, Christy, I respect that he never strayed from his path and what he believed in. I, I do. His truth. He never strayed from his truth. truth. Was it crazy? Yeah. Did none of us agree with it? No, none of us agreed with it. Do we, should he have done it? No, but God, the guy, I still, I respect him more than I respect some middle-aged stay-at-home mom that that won't take a stand on anything. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't ever have an opinion. Doesn't talk back to her husband. Never corrects her kids. Like just is neutral on everything. I can't, I take, give me Joe exotic any day over that light lady. And you know what? The other thing I liked about him, there's, he's an interesting dude. We'll probably get more mail about this than we will the topic that we're talking about the, on the Joe exotic episode. Um, yeah. But anyway, one thing I did like about him is that he did not hide who he really was. You know, he did have two husbands at one time. So he was into plural marriages. You know, he had the tattoos and he never hit it. He would say, I'm a gay cowboy, tiger wrestler from Florida or Louisiana. And he didn't hide that. I appreciate that even a very odd sense of his truth, he lived his truth. And I got to tell you, that's what endears him to people, Christy, that mm-hmm. we're all kind of like, oh, Joe, are you in jail? You know, we're all oh, like, yeah. you know, oh, you didn't mean to kill. You weren't really going to kill Carol Baskin. I mean, you know, but we kind of sort of want to root for him because he's yeah. authentic or his version of authentic. And we're in this society, if you scroll through Instagram you, and, and social media platforms, you just see everything is Photoshop filtered and uh, it's it fake. And I th- we're, we're all grasping so hard for things that are true. I mean, right now, for those of you watching on YouTube, I am not wearing any makeup. And I like to on purpose do things and my mohawk is not fixed. And I want to on purpose do things to where I don't, I don't want to put out this whole perfect white background with Christy's hair and makeup perfect and a perfect dress. And you don't see any cellulite or you don't see any fat because I'm positioned perfect and the light is perfect. That is not how real life is. I want to be authentic because part of me wants to live my life as real as Joe Exotic lived it. And it's, I know that sounds a little strange, but I want to be that real and authentic. And I want to be bold in my message. I want to be respectful and kind to people who disagree or, or with me or who that I don't agree with. But my gosh, I want to live my truth. I don't want to regret one moment of my life. Amen. Amen. I love that. Christy, there, uh, you and I talked about this before, but there's a gal I follow on Instagram and I followed her through one of our employees was following her. And I thought, well, what's she about? And I, she's very popular. I just, you know, I'm, I'm not cool anymore, guys. I'm not cool anymore. Um, but anyway, she, Evidently, back in the day, a long time ago, was followed 
because of weight loss and keeping yourself very thin. And she talks about, I picked this up after kind of following her for a while. She's gorgeous. And she talks about those being her eating disorder days back when she had an eating disorder. Now, uh, she is a normal weight, but is her body perfect? Uh, no, like she's got the stretch marks. She's got some dimpling in her thighs. Like, uh, I do too. You know what I mean? It's what a woman really looks like. And we're not talking like being 350 and being like, I'm healthy. We're not talking about that. I'm just talking about a normal shaped person. Okay. So anyway, someone wrote to her recently and I was so proud of the way she handled this tells you what a classy person she is. They said, I used to follow you for weight loss. And now I see that you've lost control of the reins. And it was a picture of her in her underwear. And you could see clearly on the back of her thighs, the cellulite, a couple of stretch marks. I mean, you know, her body doesn't look that much different than mine. I'll be honest, you know, uh, except for she's ridiculously beautiful, no makeup, full makeup, everything. And she's just really one of those beautiful people that wake up looking beautiful. And she said, what reins is this person talking about? And they flipped to the next picture and it was someone holding like horse reins. And it said, what other people think? And then it said, what society expects? Oh, I've lost control of those because I'm 10 pounds heavier or a little bit heavier. You're saying that I am not conforming to your expectations of me. So when we don't conform to the expectations that people have of us, that's where we get in trouble. I had somebody, I showed a picture of me holding one of my, a gosling and somebody wrote on there, you have a beautiful life, Carrie. And I wrote, I have a beautiful life now, but for so many years, I was like this gal on Instagram trying to live the life that people thought I should live and do the things that people thought I should live. Well, now I have a beautiful life because I've created that. I have, I'm bold in what I believe and I don't have to succumb to the expectations of society. And I think that's so profound. I love, I respected this woman, just like my respect went way up. I was like, she's not perfect. She's not afraid to show it. You're a lot the same way, Christy. You've shown pictures like, hey, this is perfect, but look if I go like this, same exact person. I appreciate that. So I think part of being bold, I do have a point in all this, part of being bold is stopping caring so much what people think about you. Now, do you have to be like, middle fingers up for everybody? Well, no, you don't have to be like that. You don't have to be gross and rude about it, but you have to stop caring so much about people and who is people anyway, by the way, Uh, who is they, who are these people? You know what I mean? What they think we have to stop that Christy. And that's what I like about you. Same idea. You aren't wearing the makeup. You don't have your mohawk done. Some days you're in full on everything. You're just as beautiful either way. You don't care what people think. Yeah. And I, I'm my idea. Thank you for saying that my idea of a personal hell would be to try to conform with what society, because I, I can promise you right now, take a stand, take a stand on something, take a stand, draw the line in the sand and have an opinion on something and voice that opinion. You will get the hate. And if, unless you can handle that, you gotta, you have to be secure in yourself and you have to be like, that's all right. People are not going to agree with you. It doesn't matter. I've had long blonde hair. I've had long brown hair. I've had every, every kind of hair and every kind of body shape you can imagine. And across the board, I've had haters in every single look. Yeah. So you might as well, you might as well be true to yourself and die knowing that, you know, and go through your life and knowing that, Hey, I was at least true to my own self. Then try oh, to, trying to, to conform with other, that, that is a, that would be my personal hell is trying to conform to what other people think I should be. 
It's funny, Christy, because you mentioned the hair and I laugh because I'll never forget as Code Red has grown, then the number of people that follow me personally on the internet, on IG, that has grown as well. And so it was funny. Someone said to me, because I have the most uninteresting hair in the world. It's just hair. I, I don't, I'm the antithesis of Christy as far as that goes. But somebody was like, so you've had that hair for a long time. What are you going to do with it? Well, I'm going to do what I'm doing now. Thanks. You know? So even the most uninteresting hair out there. Still gets the hate. Say something about it. Someone will always say something and someone will always disagree. There's absolutely no way you're going to be able to make everybody happy. So you might as well take a stand. You might as well have a backbone on something. You might as well stand on your own two feet and hold your head high and be bold in your message. Just like the Proverbs 31 woman, Carrie, that woman is amazing. You guys go to your Bibles and turn to Proverbs 31 and read about that chick. Are you kidding me? That woman is absolutely incredible. She's bold. She's bold. People, you know, feminists want to say, well, I'll tell you what, they want to diss the Proverbs 31 woman. That woman was strong. She worked out. I like to believe that she did because it says her arms are strong. Okay, I'm going to believe that she worked out. She kept her body strong. She considers the field and she bought it. Like she considers the field and she buys it. She goes into the marketplace. She negotiates. Like she is incredible. That is a bold woman. And I am a Proverbs 31 working woman in progress. Like I'm, a, I'm working towards being like her. But I am her and you are her too. But don't be a pushover. Be bold in your message. Psalm 138.3 says, when I called you, you answered me. You greatly emboldened me. Mm. You greatly emboldened me. So whatever you believe in, call, answer, answer the call, and be emboldened in what you believe. Don't be like the leaf floating down the river. Mm. Just every hymn, every ha, every whim of somebody, and never know this and never know that. Don't you have an opinion on anything? Don't, I mean, I've met people like that. Christy, you have two. Where do you want to eat? I don't know. Wherever you want to eat. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. I met a, uh, I, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't meet a person. I listened to the podcast and I feel like I know them personally. And she was talking about how she was raised to, she was raised in a different country and she was raised to made, be made to feel that she should always shrink to make space for other people. How sad is that? That you don't feel like you can be who you want because you should, and I do believe in, the Bible says, be in honor preferring one another. I do believe we should honor and prefer and put people before ourselves. Like, be kind. Sure, Christy, you over the head, or Christy, let me get your coffee for you, or can, you know, can I get a blanket for you? I mean, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm don't not get walked about- on. You're not saying yeah, I'm, I'm talking getting... about don't get walked on. And I'm talking about, can you imagine being taught by your family that you shrink so others can come forward? It's a waste of a and life. I just makes me so, when I heard that, I actually had my headphones on. I went, like, oh my gosh. Wow. Oh, it broke my heart. Guys, 10poundtakedown.com is the place to go if you want to dip your toe into the lifestyle of Code Red and find out if you are wanting to join our tribe. The number 10, P-O-U-N-D, lifestyle, takedown.com, 10poundtakedown.com. It's going to be in the show notes. Please don't touch your phone while you're driving. If you're listening to this while you're driving, please be safe. And, you know, we have a place for you. We have a home for you in our community. And we think real food, water, and sleep is healthy for everyone because that's the proper human diet. That's what we were created to eat. But if you want to just kind of join our rebel community where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, then join a $47 challenge and see if it's for you. That's a great place to get started. But we are here for you in so many, we have so much content out there. Stay connected to us. Carrie, thank you for this inspiring message of be bold in your message. 
Thank you. And thank you for being the bold woman that you are that so many other women can follow in your footsteps. I love that about you. I think that's super important. What a compliment. Thank you so much. You guys join us on our next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. We will see you guys in our monthly rolling challenges. Have a good day. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Do you have a question that you'd like me to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? Then all you have to do is head over to Apple Podcast on your phone or computer and do three simple things. Leave a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. And in that review, ask anything you want related to health, weight loss, or mindset. And if you want a shout out, leave your Instagram handle or name. That's all. Then listen in to hear your question answered live, raw, and uncut on the next Q&A episode. So I'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.